everybody what is going on it's your boy Enrico Ambrister and I'm the host of the speakers secrets podcast you're tuned in to another episode I know I began all of my episodes saying thank you and truly showing my appreciation but I do want to highlight how honored I am that you're spending time with me listening to the value that I'm giving and hopefully using them within your daily lives that's that truly means a lot to me and I can't put together enough words or emote enough for you to understand how much it means to me that you listen. So if you are a first time listener or someone that's been here from the beginning, I want to say thank you truly from the bottom of my heart and I'm glad that you are enjoying what you're listening to. Now today I don't have much small talk for you aside from my word of thanks. I do want to get into the subject right away because this is something that you will be faced with as well as I for the rest of our lives. Now, I didn't mean to say that to sound ominous or it's something that you should dread, but the truth is, if you plan to be successful in this life or if you plan to be an expert in your particular field as a professional, as an entrepreneur, there will be moments, continuous moments in the future where you will have to speak impromptu. Now, you might ask, okay, what is impromptu speaking? Well, think about if you have ever been in a situation where maybe you were at a birthday party or you were at an event and someone came to you and said, hey, can you just bring greetings for like five minutes? Can you just say something to the crowd? Maybe there was a designated speaker or someone who was supposed to do something and they didn't show up. Now the responsibility falls on you. So whenever you have a moment to just speak off the top of your head without much formal preparation, that is impromptu speaking. Now, I will be the first to admit that impromptu speaking, it can be scary. This is something that even as a speaker, I continue to challenge myself on because I'm very comfortable preparing content and delivering content and I'm getting more comfortable speaking impromptu. But I do notice that it takes more confidence for me to engage in impromptu speaking right away as opposed to being prepared. And as a speaker, this is something that I want to be 100% confident on. So it's something that I always practice and also a topic that I want to bring to your attention to help you continue to practice as well. But I will say this, anytime you have an opportunity to speak impromptu, whether it's at a Toastmasters meeting or a staff meeting, or even if you're in a lecture and the professor is asking questions and he's looking for feedback to a specific question, raise your hand, go ahead and participate. Don't always just sit there with your hand down or just looking at other people to take the lead when it comes to that. This is something that you want to develop because once you develop this skill, it's nothing that someone can take away from you. And I just want to drive home how important it is because it, it truly is. All right. So you do have opportunities to develop yourself in business meetings, everyday interactions with strangers at social events. There is really just a smorgasbord available to you uh, just for you to get better. So I just want to give you some keys that you can remember and keep in mind when these opportunities show themselves. 
Okay, so let's say you're at an event. It's speaking to young people about why they should stay in school or go to college. Just stay on the route of educating themselves or self-development. And you didn't plan to say anything, but someone comes up to you. Hey, we didn't have a speaker show up or we just need someone from your age bracket to talk to these young people. What is the first thing that you do? Well, in a lot of cases, a lot of us, we start thinking about a million ideas a minute. We think about all of our experiences. What would we say to them? Who's in the audience? So there's a lot of things that go on when someone asks us to participate in impromptu speaking. But the very first thing that I would suggest that you do, and I suggest this for a prepared speech as well. So even if you have three weeks to prepare for a speech or you have three minutes, even though that's not very kind, but sometimes stuff like that happens, right? The first thing that you want to do is determine what your key points are going to be. I always suggest trying to identify at least three key points. If you have a bit more time, you can expand those key points to include an outline. So just a basic description of what you'll say in the beginning as your introduction and at the end as your conclusion. But once you have those three key points, those are kind of like your guiding light to what you're going to say. A lot of public speakers have something called the prep method when it comes to impromptu speaking. So essentially what that means is that you have a point, you state what your reasoning for that point is, and then you give an example to support that point. So I'm just going to think of something off the top of my head. Let's say you're speaking to a group of young people. One of the key points that you want to let them know is that education is important to their future. So that is point number one you are starting out of the gate with that. So you have point number one. Now you want to talk about the reason behind the point or you want to give a bit more meat. So the point is that education is important to their future. The reason why you may share that is because you have friends and family members that have had the opportunities to get ahead, but they weren't able to maximize those opportunities or take advantage of those opportunities because they didn't have the education. So you've seen it firsthand how it has impacted your friends and your family. And then you can give an example. Maybe your mom wanted to go off to school and she didn't have the funds. And while this is something that she's working towards now for the past 10 or 20 years, it's really been difficult for her to justify why she should get a raise beyond just her work experience. Okay, so that is just something I made off the top of my head, but it's something that would be similar that I would have to do if I was in that particular situation. So whenever you're in a situation, whether it's bringing a toast, whether it's addressing some of your coworkers, you always want to think about what are your three key points and what are any reasonings or examples that you can use in support of those key points to just bring everything together for your audience. Second thing that I encourage you to do is to make it personal. You know yourself better than anybody else. 
on this earth and you have just a wealth of knowledge a wealth of information and personal stories to share from your life whenever you're called to do impromptu speaking this is not only the most easy and effective way to go because just you being yourself you have just a a whole load and just a heap of information that you can use but it also humanizes you and helps the audience to connect with you so that is your greatest weapon and your greatest asset as a public speaker is your personal perspective and your personal story because the good thing is you can share an example that many other people might have had happened to them so if you're given a speech and you might ask a question like okay well how many of you have been pulled over by the cops a lot of people have experienced that but the thing that works to your advantage is that even though you have something that other people can relate to your specific instance your specific experiences and perspectives are what separates you from everybody else so you draw them in because you have a common experience that they can uh, tie into but you differentiate yourself because your experience is different and even if you've had an experience that many of your audience members have not had the fact that it is a personal story and it's coming from an authentic place is not just you making up a story or grabbing for straws when it comes for something to say that helps you to connect with the audience so feel free to be an open book anytime you have an opportunity to just share off the top of your head you always want to include some personal story because it will be easier for you to access easy for you to recall the memories that you've had about that specific thing and it helps your audience to truly relate to your message and the third thing that i want to suggest here is that less is more when we get these opportunities to speak impromptu it can be very tempting to speak a hundred miles a minute our brains are on overdrive we feel the need to impress other people but i do want to say that less is more when you're speaking and this is something that i have to realize too a lot of times we feel that we have to explain to the nitty-gritty and we have to go into detail but one thing that i've learned is that you can get your message across and be very effective without putting all of these words or trying to fabricate the story Instead, people actually can notice when you are rambling. And I heard an example that I thought was really great. One guy that I was listening to, he was talking about impromptu speaking. And he said, okay, so for example, let's say someone speaks to you about being happy. So they want you to talk about happiness. One way that you can kind of just stretch it out is say, You know, there's this song, this very old song by this artist that I used to listen to. It says, don't worry, be happy. Or you can just simply say, don't worry, be happy. And use that as your catchphrase. So it's very simple, but it's more effective because those words just hit straight to the core. So if you're not speaking as much as you think you need to be speaking, don't worry about it. Because I assure you, if you can just slow down and truly think about what words you want to express, what your key words are, 
which key points are and use the words to express that and you're just on your way man but i have just a few more tips for you as it relates to toastmasters but i just really want to say have fun with it i think that is what a lot of people miss when it comes to public speaking they think it has to be so formal and you have to address this person and they don't realize that it's supposed to be fun it's it's like drawing it's like making music or dancing you get to create with your words and your voice and your body it's it's a creative process and so therefore whenever you are engaged in impromptu speaking take the pressure off and just look at it as an opportunity for you to create and to make yourself better okay as i wrap this up i just want to talk about how toastmasters can help you with your impromptu speaking because one of the things that i I'm a huge proponent of, and you guys know this, is practicing, practicing, practicing. And one of the most efficient ways for you to get better at impromptu speaking is just to do it. Every week, every day, however you set your frequency, you want to be intentionally practicing this skill. One thing I like about the Toastmasters organization is that every meeting that we have, we have a section of the meeting that's dedicated to impromptu speaking. So there's always a theme and whoever is the table topics master is responsible for asking questions to the audience, the Toastmasters that are in the audience or the guest related to that topic. So as you can guess, the segment is called table topics. And let's just say if the topic is October, then maybe one of the members can say, hey, Enrico, talk about your favorite memories of October. Or usually October is the homecoming time for my alma mater. So someone can say, hey, Enrico, talk about your experiences at homecoming. Then I have to speak for one to two minutes on that subject. And I think it's a great way to practice with other people and take the pressure off it's, I guess it's the training wheels of impromptu public speaking so that when you're somewhere else, you're like, hey, I've done this about like five times in my Toastmasters club. I should be good. But just some few tips on what I do when I use my impromptu speaking skills in Toastmasters and I've been using it outside of Toastmasters is that whenever they ask me a question, I tend to listen for the keywords that I can answer to. So let's say if you're at an event and you're asked to speak impromptu, you want to just see if they have maybe a theme of the event or a title. Any keywords that are relevant to the person asking the question or the person hosting the event is something that you want to use to help guide your answer and help to craft your response. You can also buy time. Buy time by greeting the audience. Buy time by sort of repeating the question back to the person. So let's say if someone asks you, hey Enrico, can you tell me about your time at homecoming? I can go ahead and greet, hey, fellow Toastmasters, Table Topics Masters, honored guests, good evening. And start off my response by, my favorite time at homecoming. That's about five seconds right there, but I'm buying myself time to think about what the material is that I'm presenting. So you always want to 
make sure that you think of, of the most effective ways to give yourself time if you need it. And, you know, don't be afraid to ask for clarification or to comment on the question. But the great thing that you should always remember is that you're not alone, that the audience is on your side. They don't want you to fail. They're not looking forward to you failing. And you could just use that. And just the fact that every time that you speak impromptu, you're just bettering yourself and you're becoming a better person, a better speaker, just a more well-rounded human being in general. And you can't beat that. Once again, thank you for tuning in with me today, guys. That is what I have for you. I want you to use some of these tips in this upcoming week and the rest of this year. Whenever you have an opportunity to speak in front of others and you didn't necessarily prepare, just think about what your key points are. Think about what the main things are that you want your audience to walk away with. Don't be afraid to use a personal. Use your story. Use your memories. Use your opinions. Like you said, like I like I said before, it's a wealth of knowledge that you have that will continue to increase or continue to just grow. And you can always tap into that whenever you're unsure which direction you want to take. And then finally, less is more. Don't be overconsumed with filling the space with words. Take your time. Pace yourself. Repeat the question if you have to. Ask a question to the audience. Engage the audience. It's not a race. And even though it might seem like you just need to get all of the information out at once, it's better for you to just pace yourself, take a deep breath, and just move forward in a calm pace. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Speaker's Secrets. I hope that this can help someone, and I hope that the next time you're in that staff meeting or you're somewhere and you're asked to bring greetings, that you can think about what I've said here. Just realize that you'll be good. You're always good. You are truly always good. I don't know why I just feel the need to drill that home, but you're good regardless, man. So go out there and participate. Just be a part of it. Do what you got to do. Just grow, man. Challenge yourself. That's that's the spice of life. But that is all I have for you today. I hope that you have a wonderful week. Thank you for allowing me to bless your earbuds for just a few minutes today with love and appreciation for you this is enrico ambrister signing off